strap on your cleats and buckle up for a wild ride around the diamond of deception. Welcome to the 643 Conspiracy, where we swing for the truth. And knock conspiracy theories out of the park. Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the 643 Conspiracy Podcast. It's time for another Wednesday sports show, and we're going to, of course, talk some baseball like usual, but in honor of week one, we're going to take a quick glance at the first college football rankings of the season. Got some, you know, it's college football time when, when you've got upsets happening on week one, and I couldn't be more thrilled about it. It's starting to smell like fall outside. Pri- uh, temperatures are going down. I almost said prices were going down, but Biden's still in office, so we all know that's not happening. But temperatures are starting to slowly creep down for me here in Arkansas, and, I, man, I is a blessing. <laughs> Definitely not creeping down here, down in the South Florida, man. There are, it's hotter than Hades. I believe it. It was, it was about 80 85 to 88 today but the, with the humidity it felt like it was over 100 i was looking at the looking at the 10 day forecast and we've got highs in the upper 70s late next week and i'm just looking forward to it so much it can't get here fast enough but uh yeah, we got, you know we're, we got all kinds of crazy weather coming you know knowing my luck it'll get downright cold for halloween and then i'll be wearing shorts and a t-shirt outside on christmas but then it'll be below freezing sub sub arctic temperatures come new year's <laughs> it seems like that's how it happens every year up here well drew my man we we missed you last week for the show i'm glad i'm glad you can make it with us i know uh things weren't exactly swell you know, no, it, man, wasn't, life, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't a life and be life and <laughs> yeah, it wasn't uh it wasn't a uh, voluntary leave of absence. And uh I hope everything turned out all right and you and the family are doing good down there. Yes, sir. We are good to go. I'm glad to be back on the show with you, and I'm excited to dive into the world of power rankings and the MLB buddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But before we jump into our power rankings for the MLB, I would like everybody to go check out Nico over at purepetwellness.com. And you're going to find one of the finest lines of human grade, all naturally sourced ingredients, CBD products for your pets. Anything from skin irritations to anxiety to uh an occasional treat because even dogs like to get a little sideways from time to time. Nico over there with his family owned and operated uh, company, pure pet wellness. They do offer extremely amazing products for a, an amazing price. I'm a repeat customer. I know Drew's a customer. We love his product and couldn't stress enough about how uh, f- uh, for the price you will not find anything better for your pets when you get to check out enter promo code 643 like always you're going to save yourself 20 percent on your order every time you go visit so that's purepetwellness.com promo code 643 and while you're out searching the interwebs go visit ryan dean over at dangerousworldpodcast.com you're going to find his show merch but you're also going to find an incredible line of conspiracy themed soap bars uh, the the best way that I would suggest you purchase would be in the four pack. It's going to be twenty dollars for the four pack with a five dollar flat rate shipping. I've, I've just got my order in a couple of weeks ago, and I've already about burnt through one of one of the bars. The invasion bar smells so good. I can't. I I get a little carried away when I'm lathering it up, and so I've I've I've, I've kind of blew my load a little early. But I love the soap. All of the four cents smell great. My wife even likes one of them. I can't remember. I think it's the, the Sasquatch theme, so the Bigfoot. But go check that out. I don't have a promo code for you over there, but Ryan's a great guy. Him and Ghost from My Third Eye podcast have this 
conspiracy themed soap going. So go check them out and uh, let them know that Hank and Drew sent you, and we'd really appreciate that. So with the housekeeping out of the way, my brother, let's dive headfirst into these MLB power rankings. Who we got sitting on top of the mountain? Well, sitting on top of the mountain, you got, uh, you know, it, it pains me to say it, but the Atlanta Braves with the 90-46 record are sitting right on top. They had a three-game primer at Coors Field for the Braves this year. A primer ends with a three-game sweep for the visitors before their highly anticipated series at Dodger Stadium. I can honestly say I've never heard that term primer used before in that way. You learn something well, new every day. Yes, sir, you do. That's where we need to have, if we had a video part of this going out, we'd throw up the, the, the gif of the more you know. <laughs> the more yeah, you man, know. Yeah, man, the, the Braves are playing some really good baseball, as evidenced by the fact that they've almost doubled their uh, – record as far as wins and losses you know 90 and 46 is not something to scoff at they are truly truly an an elite team they are deep from their position players to their pitching staff both in the rotation and in the bullpen and it seems like even if one of their known name players get hurt they've got some cat from some dark alley somewhere that is, is an amazing, you know, position player that they can just pull out of their back pocket and keep winning games like it doesn't even matter. It really uh, helps their cause in, 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 a, in a good bit, though, that they have the front runner for the National League MVP award in Ronald Acuna Jr., who has done nothing short of having an, a, a historic season. He's the first – uh, 60 stolen bases, 40 home runs hit player since I want to say it's it, it's at least the the Ricky Henderson in his prime. I'm not even sure if Ricky was a 60-40 player. We're, we're talking decades this record has stood. And Ronald Acuna Jr. carrying the team. Well, I mean, I can't even say carrying the team because, I mean, you don't have to carry that pitching staff. You don't have to carry right. Matt Olson and Austin Riley. <laughs> you know, those right. guys are going off in their own rights. You've got Matt Olson running for the uh, home run lead going neck to neck with um, – it's not Kyle Schwarber. It might be Kyle Schwarber. I think it is Kyle Schwarber or Otani. It might be all three of them. Random Kyle Schwarber fact, the man has 43 home runs and 39 singles on the year. Hey, uh, just to uh, butt in right now, because uh, I'm looking at a live Cardinals-Braves game. Your Cardinals are whooping on the Braves right now, and the bottom of the first inning, it is four to one, four to zero. I was about to say, the game just started, and I wasn't even going to watch because Spencer Strider was on the mound, and we haven't that, done brother, jack I, or shit to Spencer Strider. I just literally was typing into Google Spencer Strider because I was going to say something about him while you were talking about pitching, and that brought up the score of four to nothing. Bottom of the first. Wow. I'm mind blown. I mean, I know we beat him last night in a crazy fashion, but, dude, I'm I'm serious. The Cardinals uh, cannot touch Spencer Strider, but apparently they can tonight. Yeah, apparently I'm trying to see um, the box score so I can find out who hit. Looks like, let's see. No, it wasn't Newtbar. Oh, Goldschmidt with a home run. Okay. Was it a granny? Uh, I mean, the score is four to nothing, so it looks like. (laughs) All right. Paul Goldschmidt said break out the mustard and the rye bread yeah he, he said he uh, grandma we co- with a grand yeah. salami <laughs> yeah yeah perhaps i can't get confirmation but that's what it looks like i'm trying to find the the box score but that's the only thing i can see so your um, uh your, your your cardinals might be putting a hurting on the braves in which this which is really uh, the worst season. 
worst case scenario for Cardinals fans because we're trying to lose as many games possible to stay in the top five draft picks. <laughs> right? <laughs> Winning don't do nothing for us now. <laughs> hey, man, <clears throat> Jordan Walker is having a hell of a last few games. He sure is. He sure is. He's uh, really turned the, the in. Boys turning, on fire. Turning it into a good season for sure. Shout out yeah. Jordan Walker. Yes. Yeah, shout out Jordan Walker. Um, so, but what yeah, were you going to get into about That's Spencer Strider? Uh, nothing. I was just saying, uh, I was just going to comment about his uh, pitching season and how he was <laughs> having a fantastic season was all I was just going to say. St. Louis man. said, hold my beer. Yeah, and then St. <laughs> Louis said, not today, son. <laughs> Speaking today. of beer, if any of our dear listeners would love to support the show with any kind of donations <laughs> or anything, um, in our link tree on our Instagram bio, there will be a, uh, a if you click that link for our link tree, you'll see a spot that says support the show and it'll take you to a, a website called buy me a coffee. And that's where you can donate directly to uh, Drew and I, where we could use the funds to pay for zoom every month, upgrade equipment eventually and uh, anything else show related. Uh, I promise you, I won't be buying cigarettes with the money you donate. <laughs> I support my own habits, but uh, this is for anybody. I will, however, out there that, be buying a coffee though. Thank you. Well, I mean, giving your profession, I, I figured that's a standard <laughs> procedure there, cop. I mean, guy, <laughs> gonna need some, gonna need some coffee, brother. Gonna I'll need send some you coffee. a couple of dollars, dollars, so you <clears throat> grab a donut or two. <laughs> oh, come on brother just <laughs> just throwing it out there all right well uh, hank let, let's get back into these uh, power <laughs> rankings Who, who's number two who's number two this behind this, those this braves week, you've it? got the orioles of baltimore and and like i like i know i said it last week but i'm gonna say it again this week i called them i called them staying hot early this year i said baltimore had the uh opportunity to have a season like they haven't had in decades and they've done just that they're 86 and 51 they are, um, you know, it was looking kind of shaky a couple of weeks ago. They lost two of three at home to the Padres. But they haven't lost a series since then. And anytime you're not losing series, you're obviously going in the right direction. And the Orioles have just been playing some really, really solid baseball all year long. They've handled – uh, the injuries they have sustained really well. They haven't had any injuries to the most crucial elements of their roster. They've somehow avoided, you know, Adley getting hurt. Uh, their starting rotation has made it through the season fairly healthy. Kyle Gibson, John Means, and the others, they have suffered a big loss, and, and they've been living with it for about a month now, but Jose Bautista – their superstar closer has been shut down for the time being, but they have another cat that slid right into his role, throws gas just like Batista and didn't miss a beat. They are, did I say Jose Bautista? Ain't that the wrestler? Or am I thinking of David Bautista? It, I know. It, it, his oh. it, it, the, the the dude that's not wrestling, <laughs> the dude that, the Bautista um, that's on the Orioles roster. But um, you know they they've the, handled Dr. their Go injuries well. Felix Bautista, Felix, that's his name. There you go, Felix Bautista. He needs an MRI. Yep, he could need. He he might need more tests. Yeah, they they've yeah, got him got shut down. Injured right him. elbow. Yeah. yeah, they got him shut down right now because he's got some inflammation. In and he arm. was on his way to be, being hands down, no argument to it, the reliever of the year. He was having an amazing season. And this is right after they just shipped off their star closer uh, back in back before the trade deadline. They shipped him off and made it work. Baltimore's playing some really good baseball here lately. They can, yeah. they've in in a week they've got a four game series with the Rays, and if they win that series, the Red Sox season's done. So basically, the AL East will come down to the 
Orioles, Rays, and possibly the Blue Jays. I think they're out of it. I think I think the AL East right. is a two dog race between the Orioles right. and Rays. And obviously, yeah, if they win this four game series against the Rays, that really helps the cause. I want to say it's only a three and a half game lead for Baltimore right now. Yeah, so if they can go see. and leave that weekend with a four game leader better, they'll be sitting pretty with in about a week's time. We'll probably have just maybe just over a month of baseball left to play. Yeah. You know, you can so, you can you can't afford to fumble the ball on the on the one yard line, but you kind of feel a little bit better going into the last month of the regular season with a four plus game lead, if that so happens to be the case for Baltimore. Yeah, the Rays are three and a half games back. And <clears throat> excuse me, the uh funny story going back to the Orioles, I saw um earlier on uh social medias. Uh, there was an article about, you know, they called up uh, Jackson Holiday, the uh, AAA, and uh, he's only 19. And apparently he was trying to get a hotel room in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, where they were playing. And they said, nope, <laughs> you're not old enough, son. So they gave him <laughs> a hard time. brother. Can you imagine this 19-year-old kid? You're a million-dollar kid and can't even get yeah. a hotel room? Oh, my yeah. lord. And then they finally let him in, but. I just I thought that was hysterical because I, I mean you look at the kid. I saw a photo of him at a mall somewhere. I mean he looks like he's fifteen. Yeah. You know I mean he's like six okay. foot seven. Yeah, I was gonna and, say a seven foot uh, tall fifteen yeah, year old. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, a six but foot he's seven. Baby giant. faced as hell. Baby face, man. He looks. I mean, but he's nineteen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's nineteen. Right, dude's dude's playing some good ball though, and and so is the rest of the organization. Like you said, Adley, um, he's having a good season. City Mullins I mean, is having another good year. Yeah. Anthony Santander's yeah. having another good year. They've got it going on over there in Baltimore. Yeah, yes, they do. And uh, let's see the power rankings at number three. They got the Dodgers at eighty four and fifty two. They had a pretty good uh, all post All Star streak break. The uh, run that they had, the Dodgers, they went on and, you know, decided to tear it up. They took charge, and they're doing pretty well. I saw, uh, you know, Mookie was on fire the other night, hitting some dingers. Yes, sir. He uh, had a really good series in his first return to Fenway. Yeah, they were really nice. You know, that was that was his first time there. I know he was nervous coming back to Fenway. I saw some sure. stuff. But – uh you know that the fans, everybody was good to him. So I think that's always good for baseball too. And and as far as the MVP race in the National League is concerned, I hope Ronald Acuna Jr. and Mookie Betts stay as hot as they possibly can up until the last second. I don't want to yeah, see absolutely. one of them run away with it from the other. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to see Mookie win a second win. I think it I, I honestly and you know I have no dog in this fight. I'm I, I'm talking about my team trying to tank for draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to see Ronald Acuña Jr. win win his first MVP. He deserves it. He deserves yeah, it. We we it, all know that any time over the last 5 years if he would have been healthy a whole season it was his. For sure. It was yeah, his. And, and and I mean he's on fire this year. Um, so, not to right. digress back to the to the or slide back to the Braves, but just throwing it out there that the Mookie Acuna Jr. MVP race is going to be phenomenal. Dodgers are playing some Dodger esque ball. I mean, what what honestly, Drew, can we say about the Dodgers at this point? We told the listeners at the beginning of the season they're going to be there. They they're not going to make noise this year. They're going to basically Freddie Freeman their way to the postseason. And and what I mean by that is they're not going to sit out here and blow teams out 13 to 1, 12 to 2. They're going to sit here and the whole team's going to hit for average. And they're just going to play fundamental baseball, not flashy ball. I mean Mookie is uh Freddie Freeman's in the talk for the the batting title again, but like it's it's nothing breathtaking that they're doing. On a on a whole, the Dodgers are just deep and the Dodgers are just good. Right. It's like when Tom Brady was with the Patriots, you just could chalk them up to the championship round of the of the 
conference. You know, I it they're they're going to be there, and for the foreseeable future, nothing's going to change about that. Year in and year out, the Dodgers will produce talent and produce ninety plus win seasons. I mean, we still got over a month to go. They got eighty four wins. It's very possible they could have the second best record in the league. It's really between them and Baltimore who's going to do all that. Well, I guess it. I guess Tampa Bay, our team in fourth place uh, at eighty three and fifty five, they might have something to say about that too. Another team yeah. that I, I I predicted them to be right there where they're at. They yeah. I mean, there I can only say it so many times, man. Tampa Bay put themselves in such a phenomenal spot they could have been complete sellers at the trade deadline unloaded every star player on their roster and still made it to the playoffs in a high seat and they i mean they didn't unload they weren't sellers at the deadline but they have suffered some pretty serious not only injuries but they got some drama in the clubhouse my man i would call that a little more than drama which nothing is proven yet. Everything is alleged at this point. If, if dear listener, you're not sure who we're talking about, we're talking about Mr. Wander Franco, who has been uh, accused of having a relationship with a 14-year-old girl. And that's about all I'm willing to say on that. Because like I said, it's all alleged. Nothing's been proven. But the Rays are still winning baseball games. They're still taking series. And like I said, when I was, you know, we were talking about Baltimore, they've got a four game season or four, a four game series with Baltimore coming up that very well could be the deciding factor for the AL East. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, if, if the Rays don't hold it together against that series, they're going to really have a hard time, uh, you know, pulling ahead because Baltimore's got some studs, you know, and and the Rays are hurting right now as far as, uh, you know, like we were just talking about. They don't have Wander. Um, who else is out? I just saw a list of all I know guys. Jeffrey Springs is out. Shane McClanahan is out. Um. I, I think Yandy Diaz might be on the aisle. Let's see. There's but I know for ways. sure that McClanahan and Springs are out. Yep. Taylor Walls, he's day-to-day with the groin injury. Jason Adam, Wander Franco, we just talked about him. Blake Hunt, Ryan Burr, Calvin Fox. I mean, you, you just the, the list goes on and on. They're They're suffering right now. Yep. So. But they're treading water. I mean, that's hey, like that's why you started exactly. out the gate twenty-one if, and zero, right? And if they hadn't, they wouldn't be sitting in the spot that they're sitting in. That is for damn sure. Who we got next, Tank? Rounding out the top five of our power rankings for week twenty-two, you have your Seattle Mariners at seventy-seven and sixty. Um, and while J-Rod Julio Rod just yep. doing J Rob things. And he's doing all of this uh, with a foot issue. Yeah, he's got he's going, got some he's got some. What's going on some, with that? Let me see if I can't find a more I, detailed yeah because uh, uh, article I, about his foot injury, but it hasn't slowed the, him or the rest of that team down at all. Julio not. Rodriguez is the second youngest player in franchise history to make it to 50 home runs behind the one, the only, the kid, Ken Griffey Jr. And anytime right. you can put yourself in, a sa- in the same sentence as Ken Griffey Jr., you're doing something right. That is correct, sir. Yeah, J-Rod is going off, man. And, uh, yeah, this is the – that little blip I saw about his foot injury, that was the first time I had heard anything besides, you know, I heard little grumblings. Um, so uh, hopefully he's all right. 
Because well, uh, from what I, I've I seen, yeah, he's more than okay. That was the first <laughs> I've heard true. about an injury to his foot. Is this little piece of article right here? But yeah, I don't know. But that'll round out our top five. We'll carry it on through the top 15 because I think that's about where the cutoff is for teams that are going to be in the postseason. At number six, you've got the Brewers of Milwaukee. They're sitting on top of the NL Central currently. Um, Seventh place, you've got the Houston Astros, who are, for the first time this season, in sole possession of the AL West. Another prediction, early season prediction come come true that the don't don't look at the last month of the season because out of nowhere the Astros will be there and hello yeah. Dusty Blake has his team back in and they got Verlander back. Oh my lord. So now they've got Verlander and Verlander Light, aka Hunter Brown, both going in the rotation. They've got Jose Altuve hit four homers and four consecutive innings either last night or the night before last coming off off not even a week removed from hitting a cycle in Fenway the man's on fire they 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 did have a scare a couple of nights ago Jordan Alvarez was tracking a fly ball in in a Tropicana field he was tracking it from left to left center field right there where the Crawford boxes recede and that wall goes back what, what would you call that 40 50 feet yeah and then it goes out to center field the, the rest of the mm-hmm. center field curve and there's an angle there's like a part that 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 outfield ain't round and right. there's a part of it where it's almost a square corner and he hit the dirt track, and it looked like both of his knees just shattered. Like it looked like he lost hammies, ACLs, MCLs, UCLs, Achilles, <laughs> broke some toes all at the same time. Like it looked really horrible. It looked even worse than slow motion because, like, you could almost see shit popping in his legs. But the boy got up. Well, I should call him a man because yeah. I'm not going to call Jordan yeah. Alvarez a boy to his face. Um, definitely that's not, a, that's a whole yeah. grown man but he, he got up and he finished the game and they can't afford to lose him at this point in the year Drew. Uh, no absolutely not they cannot and uh no i i saw a replay of that and he slammed into that wall yeah so i i was i was really glad to see him stand up because if he hadn't yep behind those did. houston astros you have another really hot team that's been playing a lot of good ball lately and hey, it don't call Phillies. it a comeback yet. It's the fighting fields from Philadelphia. They have it going on. They've got it going on. You've got players like Bryson Stott and Alec Bohm that are quietly having amazing seasons. You've got Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Hopper. 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 Going yard almost every night to the upper tank. Uh, Trey Turner, who had five straight games with a home run, who has been just playing insane in the membrane since he got a standing ovation from Phillies fans about a month and a half, almost two months back. The only reason that that streak ended for Trey Turner is he's on the paternity leave. Mm -hmm. Nine months, almost nine months exactly to the day of him signing his $300 million contract. He's, his wife is having a baby. <laughs> so you know what we he, know what we know right? what he was doing celebrating <laughs> 300 million dollars, baby. Get over here. Exactly, baby. <laughs> Behind those Phillies in ninth place, you've got the Texas Rangers, who, if aren't they aren't care- careful, will be out of the playoffs as soon as they're in them. Yeah, man. They, <laughs> they were really hot. They were really hot there for a little bit. Um they were even it, fighting through a lot of injuries. Yeah. Like they lost to Grom. They ended up losing Nathan Eovaldi in their pitching staff. Now, true enough, they did go out there and fish Max Scherzer out of New York. Yeah. But things just haven't been falling their way lately. Um, Adelis Garcia, I don't know if you saw that, crushed a home run for a walk-off two nights ago. Maybe it was two, three nights ago crushed a walk-off home run and 
hopefully that'll give them enough of a spark to stay competitive. I don't want to see this race come down to Seattle and Houston again for the AL West. I want to see it be a true three dog race with uh, the Rangers in there. As good of a year as they've had, they deserve to be well represented in the postseason. But if they're not careful and they don't, they don't get it, get it clicking back to how they had it clicking two months ago. Texas is right. going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. That they are, sir. Right behind the Texas Rangers, you got the uh, what is it? The Blue Jays, yeah, coming in at number ten. You got the Blue Jays. Right behind the Blue Jays, you got the Cubbies. Everybody's lovable, lovable losers still in number eleven. Hey, but they hey, ain't so losery this year. They, they they ain't so losery this year, man. That uh, Christopher Morel, he's doing real, uh, really hot. Uh, I mean, Cody Bellinger is is back doing Cody Bellinger stuff. He just uh, saved which, his career. <laughs> you're damn right he did. Going to Chicago was the best thing that that kid could have done, and and I'm really glad to see Cody Bellinger doing Cody Bellinger things again because baseball is better when Cody Bellinger is tracking balls down like a hawk in center field and is hitting taters and doubles every night, you know. Uh, he had such an amazing career around the time oh, that he yeah. won the MVP, and then he just fell off a mountain. And yeah. everybody wondered if he would ever get back to being Cody Bellinger. And he's not quite the Cody Bellinger that won the MVP, but he's leaps and bounds beyond where he was just last year. Oh, absolutely. When when did he, uh, I mean, what he started in uh, 2017, right? Yep. And then when did he win the MVP in, in 2018? Because he had a, it was a, either 18 really or 19. Season. Yeah, I was gonna say I knew he had a really good season in 2018. I, I really do think so it was think 18. Was the, yeah, I think he was the league leader then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Behind those Cubs in 12th place, you've got the AL Central leading Minnesota Twins. And they're there just as a courtesy to the AL Central. They're not there because they deserve to be. Uh, I know last week I said that Cleveland had a chance to make that a make that a race, a closer race anyhow. I want to say they were four or five games out last week. They're six games out as of today. Um, they just got throttled by the Twins, the, the Guardians did. Uh, they just got throttled by the Twins a night or two ago. So it's not – I think that race is over. I think we can clearly call the AL Central for the Twins. Behind them, you've got the Diamondbacks, who are second place in the NL West. They have no chance of catching uh, the Dodgers. They're just playing to get into the postseason and try to make magic happen. Just like the team behind them in 14th place as in the Cincinnati Reds, um, Folks, don't sleep on the Reds. Do not do it. They might not make much noise in the postseason this year, but I guarantee you within three years, if they can keep their roster intact and keep pushing out some of the, the talent they have in their farm system, maybe trade for a couple of big pieces, Cincinnati could really rock the baseball world within three years. And I, and I see it happening either next year or the year after next. I do not see them squandering Ellie De La Cruz's career like they did with Joey Votto's. Right. And I think you have to have Joey Votto on that team if they're going to go and push deep into the postseason simply because, like we saw it with the Cardinals last year with Molina and Pujols on the roster, they were like two additional coaches, and you see what happened this year. Oh, yeah. Not saying that what they're – and Votto is the heart and soul of that Cincinnati team. So I'm looking forward to the Reds really evolving as a uh, organization. I, I don't – and I know that's crazy to say coming from, you know, they're an in-division in, uh, in rival for my Cardinals, but I don't care, man. I want to see all of our teams doing good. I honestly do, Drew. Like, I do yeah, not no, like – I don't enjoy seeing – an Oakland Athletics team can't even win 40 games right 22 weeks into the season. I don't enjoy seeing Colorado being the 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 bottom of the garbage can every single year, man. Like do you, do you think would, the A's are, what would happen are, are, if all 32 teams were balling? Right. Oh yeah, it it would be a great it would be a great league. You would you actually think- have competitive games all season long. Yeah, for sure. 
going back to the athletics, do you think some of their shitty baseball that they're playing right now, you think that's just them getting angry with the, uh, the ownership and just trying to get out? I know there's a, a lot of contention, you know, going on, trying to move over to uh, Las Vegas and everything. So I, I'm just wondering if part of it's some of that as well, or do they just really suck? that sure. terribly bad i mean is it i mean because you I, it's really freaking hard to lose that many games you know what it i mean really is so but, but what better way to show up in las vegas than with the number one draft pick yeah all right absolutely. so real quick before Go. i shit on oakland shout out to left-handed pitcher kirby sneed uh he might not know it but he's a friend of the podcast <laughs> at least from my end he's really good friends with catalyst jones over there at white rabbit podcast and um i'm hoping after the season we can work out a a, a date to get him on the show because i'd love to just pick his brain you know talk to a professional pitcher are you kidding me yes please sign me up yeah absolutely um, for sure but what i think That'd is really cool. going on in oakland is you have an organization that's been under an ownership that hasn't given a shit about the product for several, several, several years. Right. Really since the end of the eighties. I mean, yeah, they had that brief moment during the Moneyball era, but that was, they didn't even win the, they didn't, even, they, that movie was so good. They didn't even win the damn world series. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you right. know, exactly. It, it's like Friday night lights. It builds you up and then lets you all the way down. But like yeah. Oakland, everything about Oakland is, and, and it's no disrespect to anybody that might be listening to this from Oakland. Uh, me personally, I've never been there, nor, nor do I ever want to go there. <laughs> not to that, not to that stadium. But this is just specifically speaking on on the baseball organization, the front office, not the players. I, I, I'm not going to knock on the players at all because I imagine the most for the most. If I if you could ask them, they're probably just doing the best that they can. Right. Absolutely. But what I think, I think has that's... happened is they've let the facilities run themselves far past into the dirt. The Coliseum should have been rebuilt years ago. You've got a front office that no longer cares to try to get meaningful talent as far as coaches into the organization to coach these players. And you have a front office that doesn't care to pay anybody. So, yeah, right. they're always getting these high draft picks, but as soon as they start to make a name for themselves, they're gone. And – you're never – I mean, I did. You can't keep an organization or run an organization like that. It, and, 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 Drew, I'm telling you, if nothing changes except the location, then nothing's going to change except for the location and the facilities until they're run into the dirt. Right, exactly. You, you can put lipstick on a pig. It's still not going to change anything. But I know we said we were going how, to the top 15. The Giants are in 15th place of the power rankings for week 22. There by the you way. go. <laughs> hey, going back to uh, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, I'm just uh, going through some doing some little sorting while we're doing this podcast through my cards here. Have you seen Corbin Carroll's rookie card? They did that man so damn dirty. Look, at, you can't see it on this. I, I, I would be able to see it if it weren't for your green screen. Yeah, dang it. And I don't even have a green screen up right now, but the background decides that it is. So anyway, dude, they picked he looks like a fat 15-year-old boy with a oh, mustache man. on the front of this card. And like you're the you're the rookie, man. This is this is your year. I wonder if it's the same image from MLB the show 23. Cause they got him I, looking like damn near like Lord Farquaad on the on the on the game. Bro, I think that's exactly the same picture. I know just what you're talking about, dude. It's so bad. It's like, really, man, couldn't you pick someone a, a better photo? But, true, true. Hey, let's uh, now we're done talking ba baseball. Let's, let's pivot into, into these that. uh, these uh, the 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 first rankings of the year for our 2023 2024 NCAA football season. I am. So happy football starts again. As much as I love baseball, I man, college football is really right up there close to it. Um, nothing gets my gears going quite like watching college football, as long as it's not like 
Vanderbilt and Hawaii. <laughs> you know, right. But uh, Man, I, I, I'm excited for sure. And I'm definitely excited because NCAA 24 football is coming, coming back. back. Let's Brother. go. <laughs> Let's go. Dude, I've that spent was, so many hours on NCAA football 14. Oh, absolutely. I still hate myself for selling my PS3 and my copy of that game. Because you can't get that. At the last I looked, you couldn't find a copy of that game cheaper than 90 bucks. Wow. Because they that you've got people steadily coming out with fresh rosters for like this year's team. And you could put like there's a you can use a computer to download it's like a whole new game, but it's still off of that game. But like they they put in the 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 playoffs all and all that. Yeah, but it's so wow. cool. So cool. But let's dive right into them, Drew. Sitting on top of our college football mountain, the defending back-to-back national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. No shocker for me, these boys are nasty. They have an unproven quarterback, though. That's what I will say about Georgia. They've had Jake Fromm, Jake from State Fromm. They've had... Stetson Bennett, who is a 34-year-old man, still playing college football, and now they've got some cat, and I don't even know what his name is. He's really wasn't 34. I'm I was going to say. He's just as old amazing. as uh, – who was it from Georgia that broke into the league like two years before he did? I want to say it was one of their receivers or one of their safeties had broke into, got drafted two years before Stetson Bennett graduated from Georgia. But anywho, behind them in second place, you've got the big blue Michigan Wolverines. They're looking to build upon their playoff making season from last year where they were beat by Georgia, I want to say. I want to say it was Georgia, Michigan, and TCU, Ohio State. I want to say that's who TCU played was Ohio State. That sounds right to me. And uh, it came down to Georgia, TCU, and TCU could not hold a a bucket of water compared to Georgia. But I'm looking forward to seeing Michigan – Run that. I, I'm tired of seeing Ohio State come out of the Big Ten. I don't like Ohio oh, State. Absolutely. Man. No, I, I I can't stand Ohio State. I can't stand uh Georgia either, being a Florida fan, but hey, they're on number they're on top and number one. And number three, you got the Alabama roll tide. Boo. <laughs> I don't like Alabama. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I don't like Alabama either, brother. I wouldn't I wouldn't lose a single second of sleep if they've never won another football again in their godforsaken program's history. I cry if they never won again. Happy tears, you hear me? I do not like Alabama. I know that's gonna make some of our listeners a little offended. Good. <laughs> Good. Now you know how the rest of us feel after getting our asses kicked by Alabama for 13 years straight. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Behind Alabama, though, a team I'm really looking forward to watching this year, your fourth-place Florida State Seminoles. Brother, they got a potential uh, Heisman-winning quarterback in uh, – oh, I about called him that cat from Colorado's name. I'm going to have to click on him and figure it out because it's going to burn me up if I don't figure out this this kid's name. Jordan Travis? Is Yeah. Yeah, that's his name, Jordan Travis. Their quarterback, Jordan Travis. Yeah, from he, he's a, a local kid for me. He's from Palm Beach Central. There you go, West Palm Beach, Florida, in the house. They made LSU look so bad. Oh, they made LSU look so bad. Oh, Drew, it was a ooh. I loved it because personally, to hell with LSU. I'm, I'm, you know, me and my homes, we can't stand LSU. (laughs) I I, I don't like LSU either. So this, it was one of the only times that you will see me rooting for Florida State, but I was, I was glad to see this. Might not be a bad year to swap allegiances, sir. I won't hold. Oh, no, sir. (laughs) No, sir. No, sir. Florida Gators, my boy. All right. (laughs) Yeah. you, you, You take that war chant the fuck out of here. Son. 
Oh, that's great. Uh, in fifth all right, place, number five, you got Ohio State. <laughs> Moving right along. Ohio State. The Ohio State Buckeyes in number fifth. The fifth only place. good thing about them is they're banned. Uh, man, that that is true. They are they do have a fantastic band. I, I, I do enjoy watching them. I couldn't yeah, tell you I a, saw, the name of a single player of their team, though. I don't know who they got at quarterback. I don't even know who their coach is anymore. No, absolutely not. Neither do I. What is it still? Uh, what Nick Satan's not there, right? No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, you <laughs> think you're thinking about Urban Meyer? Oh yeah, that guy too. Your your old buddy. Hey, Urban Meyer was fantastic. You you leave him yeah, alone. He had a he had a lineup with a with a Christian running a whole crew of convicts. <laughs> murderers hey, and shit hey 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 <laughs> you take that back all right oh it's the truth <laughs> those, right. those seasons those seasons were fantastic go watch swamp kings on netflix they, and, they conveniently uh, leave out all the truth <laughs> they conveniently left out the pouncy twins aaron hernandez uh yep. everybody else that got arrested yep. and it was just all the shady on shit it. that kept happening with <laughs> With like uh, scheduling and and, oh, and I wanna... dude, the entire Florida organization in 2007, 2008, and 2009 was just absolute animals. Oh, they even had animals. a ass basketball basketball team. The yes, last NCAA absolutely. basketball game that I remember playing had a white guy from Florida on the cover. Yeah, and you know, listen, Florida, Florida won. They won back to back. Yep. Uh, it was. Yep. Uh, um, they won. Oh eight oh nine. And I still. Yep. Yeah. Oh eight oh nine. One. And I think it's oh seven oh eight. Yeah, I still have a T-shirt. Uh, from school, it says, uh, "You'll never forget your first time," and it's got go. the na- the big national championship on there. But there you go. Uh, um, yeah. Good times. Another... They, were, they were. It was insane. Another. Well, who, who do you got after team. Ohio State? In sixth place, right behind Ohio State, is the University of Southern California, the Trojans, and they have the the front runner for the Heisman playing quarterback in Caleb Williams for them. I watched them play. Damn, it was their first first game of the season. They played um, San Jose, and San Jose was able to score. 23 25 points on them. USC does not have a defense this year. Now, true, we've only seen them play two games. That's subject to change. USC does not have a national championship winning defense. And if you don't have a defense, you're it doesn't matter if you can throw for 70. I mean, if you can't stop the other team, then you better be prepared for one of them old school Texas Tech shootouts. Patrick Mahomes slinging for eight, 900 yards in a game, putting up 80-something points, because that's what it's going to take when – when. but see, all it's going to take for USC is to come play one of these big SEC schools with an actual defense. And you stop them one or two times, and they can't stop you, and you've won the game. But they're ranked number six right now. I personally think that's a little too high, just like the team in seventh behind them in Penn State. I, I don't know nothing about Penn State. I – I haven't kept up with them since, oh, shoot, Trace McSorley. I Hell, he might still be their quarterback, Trace McSorley. Um, the quarter, the last two running backs that they had were worth a damn or Saquon Barkley and uh, Miles Booby Sanders that played for my Eagles. So they've had some good years up here lately. They just haven't been able to get over the hump that Ohio State and Michigan have. But they're sitting like, pretty uh, in seventh place. Penn State's quarterback this year is a kid named Drew Aller. Okie doke, then. 19-year-old, six foot five from Medina High School, Medina, Ohio. All right. Well, it sounds to me like they're putting a lot of faith in a true freshman. Yeah, that yes, sir. Behind them, and I do not understand this at all. Um, in eighth eighth place of our football rankings is is the Washington Huskies. I'm thinking somebody at, yeah, I'm thinking somebody at ESPN's a little drunk when they came out with this <laughs> list. Because right. um what? 
like I like that gif I keep seeing. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? <laughs> that makes no sense. Uh, Tennessee being in ninth makes more sense than Washington being in eighth, if you if you ask me. But volunteers are looking to improve on an amazing season. Uh, season I haven't seen out of Tennessee since Peyton Manning was there. I mean, they beat Alabama for God's sakes. They they were doing the Lord's work that night. Ah, God bless Tennessee for beating Alabama. After that, I don't care about them. You know, Rocky <laughs> talked my ass, but <laughs> Tennessee's sitting there inside the top ten. Uh, Notre Dame rounds out that top ten, and I watched them play against Navy in Ireland in Week Zero. And true, it's the Navy. They don't have a, a powerhouse football team. But, I mean, you got to think, those are sailors out there that are not only physically conditioned but mentally conditioned to go through some bullshit. And Notre Dame made them boys look bad, beat the hell out of them boys in front of Ireland, that, that Irish crowd. Like, oh, my Lord, it was horrible. Notre Dame looks good this year. They've got a quarterback. I can't remember his – I think it's Max something or other – Notre Dame has a – Notre Dame always looks good against mid-tier teams. Notre Dame always looks like Goliath when they're playing David. But when Notre Dame plays somebody like a Michigan or an Ohio State or an Alabama or Georgia, Notre Dame never fails up or never lives up to the hype. So I'm not going to praise them too much through two weeks. Sorry, uh, Notre Dame's quarterback, Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman. Yeah, I knew it was Sam Hartman. I don't know why I was trying to call him Max. He kind of looks like, uh, if you look at him real quick, he kind of looks like Matt Leiner. He does, kind of. He does. Um, 11th through 15th spot, uh, through the 15th spot, you've got the Texas Longhorns, the Utah Utes, the Oregon Ducks, the LSU Tigers and the Kansas State Wildcats. Uh, LSU, they got a lot to figure out. It's never a good look when your head coach post game says, We're definitely not the football team I thought we were. <laughs> That's not what you want to be hearing from Brian Kelly at Louisiana State University. That is just pitiful. Pitiful coach. How y'all wasn't ready to go out there? It's just Florida State, man. It's Florida State. And they don't they don't have Geno Smith. <laughs> or well, he was in West Virginia. Who was that? They don't have Jameis Winston stealing crab legs and shit. They don't have Dalvin <laughs> Cook and and and, right. and all the the phenomenal position players that have come out of Florida State over the last handful of years. And Florida State mopped the floor with LSU. They lost nine spots. Florida, LSU was fifth in the nation last week, and they dropped to 14th. Um, Utah's looking good. They, oh, sh- Utah you know, they, kicked the sh- dog crap out of the Florida Gators. I don't even want to talk about it. Utah looks really good. Let me let's let's break down the Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't pick at you because. Arkansas spent too much time at the bottom of the barrel for me to be trying to pick on anybody else. Yeah, and and let's go back. Hold on to the top 25. Let's see. Is Arkansas in the top 25 either? Uh, No, as a matter of fact, they're not. So neither are the Gators. So you can stop your bullshit now. Well, we're also not on the bottom (laughs) of the SEC power rankings either. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, we're we're not placed behind Vanderbilt in any rankings, so. Oh, just stop it. <laughs> okay. In 16th place, you've got the Oregon State Beavers. 17th, you've got the North Carolina Tar Heels. 18th place, Oklahoma Sooners. You said Beaver. Fuck Oklahoma. 19th place, you've got the Wisconsin Badgers. 20th, Ole Miss. 21st, Duke Blue Devils, who were out here doing the Lord's work on Monday night. Beat the brakes off of Clemson. Beat the dog shit out of Clemson Monday night. Made Clemson look like they didn't know what they were doing. Had Dabo Sweeney damn near over on the sidelines crying like Butch Jones from Arkansas State. 
Yeah. Like and it, who's their uh, head coach? Um, who? Uh, Duke? Uh, for Clemson. Dabo Sweeney? Yeah, there you go. Sorry. I saw the... Uh, I saw an interview with him, and you're right. I, I thought he was going to cry. But he... Beside himself. I mean, absolutely He's not terrible. used to losing. 28 and 7, bro. How do you lose to Duke... At football to 28 to 7 when you're Clemson. You're yeah. Clemson. You've had Trevor Lawrence, Taj Boyd. You've had, uh, damn, who was the cat before Taj Boyd? You've had a string of great quarterbacks. You've had a string of great receivers and great defenses. And it, it wasn't a good day for the state of South Carolina. It wasn't a good weekend for the state of South Carolina. Uh, North Carolina took South Carolina to the woodshed. SEC kind of took some bumps and bruises this first week. But, I mean, it's to be expected. I mean, South Carolina is not going to be shit. Um, Where were we? Duke at 21st. The Colorado Buffaloes at 22nd. Deion Sanders, man. Prime time, baby. Shadur so Sanders see them win. and Travis Hunter have officially taken over as two of the hottest players in college football in one game. Travis Hunter played 89% of the entire – of the total possible snaps for that game. He is a true two-way player at wide receiver and cornerback. He played every defensive snap. The kid's insane. Shadur Sanders, primetime son, the quarterback, he's insane. He broke he broke Colorado's passing yard record in one game, his first game. These kids were playing at an HBCU college last year. Right. And the whole world gave everybody and everything about what primetime was doing in Colorado shit. And they came yep. out and said – Fuck you. We're here to play some football, and we kept receipts. Primetime said, yeah. what do y'all got to say now? Because I got some receipts. I love yeah. it. I love what Colorado's doing. Behind them, you've got Texas A&M at 23rd. The Tulane Green Wave coming in at 24th. And the recently humbled Clemson Tigers rounding out the top 25 of the week one. NCAA football 2023-2024 power rankings. Uh, just a honorary mentions other teams receiving votes. Uh, good enough for 26th spot would have been the Iowa Hawkeyes. Good enough for 27th spot would have been the UCLA Bruins. And good enough for the 28th spot, Drew, the Razorbacks of Arkansas. So congratulations, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hold your applause, hold your applause. We beat Western Carolina, a uh, D2 school, 53 to 13. <laughs> we played Kent State this week, and I know that's a, another behemoth of a, of, a, of a school to go up against. I'm looking forward to watching Arkansas play some really damn good football this year. It's K.J. Jefferson, our quarterback, and Rocket Sanders, our uh, running back, it's their senior seasons. They both came back one more go round. Arkansas has a real chance this year to contend for the SEC West with Alabama having for Alabama a down year. And that means that they've got a, a five star recruit at quarterback. You just don't know his name. I think his name is Jalen Milrose. I think it's Jalen, but it's definitely Milrose. He's the swollest quarterback I've ever seen. He looked like Debo, but a little shorter, and he could sling the ball 800 yards. I think I think Arkansas has a very, very good – if this was next year when we had 12 teams getting in, I would, I would, I would push all my chips in saying Arkansas is going to get into the playoffs with this year's team. Unfortunately right. for Arkansas, we don't we don't we don't have a 12, 12 team playoff just yet. We're still with the four. 
And while I don't see Arkansas being able to compete with a Michigan, with a Georgia, with an Ohio State, with an Alabama, if I'm being honest with you, I mean, hell, we haven't beat Bama in 16 years. We've come close a few times. But until we do it, you know, I'm not going to feel confident. But th- if there was ever a team to play Alabama tough, it's going to be this year's team. I'm looking – looking really looking forward to watching this season. I'm sorry the same can't be said for you and your Gators. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, Y'all's coach is Dan Mullins, correct? No, that was our old coach. He went to Mississippi State. That's right. Um, Who is Florida's coach? Um, It's Billy something or other. Hold on one second because I just was going to pull it up because I was going to talk shit about him, because he's obviously doing a terrible job. Uh, Hold on one second. Florida head coach. Billy Napier. Billy Napier. He's been there for, what, two, three years? Yeah. Listen, we haven't had a good coach since Urban Meyer, honestly. No, we Um, really haven't. You know, um, we, which is a damn shame, man, with a university as fine as Florida. Oh yeah. Especially all the, all the money that they dumped into the school. Uh, I mean, we just got brand new athletic fields. Um, it is what it is, man. Yeah. Trust me. Fayetteville's not a, not a horrible campus. I don't know if you've ever, of seeing many pictures of the campus itself. It's beautiful, man. It's in the Ozark Mountains. Um, When you're walking through campus, like when you walk up to the football field, you end up looking down into the stadium. Like you're on top of the stadium. Like you're walking from class building to class building, and then there's one part of campus you can walk up in between two, like in between a couple of buildings, and you're literally at the top of the stadium looking down into the whole football stadium. It's beautiful. That's bad. It's just that Bobby Petrino situation, man. We were ranked second in the country at one point in time under Bobby Petrino. And then he had to go and stoop the athletic personnel. I think it was the volleyball coach or something that he had hired. And nobody would have ever found out about it if they wouldn't have got on that Harley. So for any coaches out there, if you're stooping a colleague behind your wife's back, don't get on a motorcycle. (laughs) You know, they would have kept Bobby Petrino if he wouldn't have been the reason she was hired because it involved university money. They had no choice, but to fire him. Oh, we'll never forget that man for getting on that damn motorcycle. Dude, we were threatening for a national championship. If there, if if Arkansas would have been, if there would have been a four year or a fourteen playoff back then, like there is now, Arkansas would have been in the playoffs for almost three years straight. Mm-hmm. And then, as soon as all that happens, the program literally wasn't the same for ten years. And it's taken Sam Pittman, who was a offensive line coach from Georgia to come over here and actually give a damn about this team instead of pulling a Brett Bielema and just using it to springboard himself to Wisconsin. Arkansas is, is playing better football than I've seen most of my life, man. It's a, it's a, it's really cool looking, looking, actually looking forward to the season. You know, it's, it's only been, three or four years ago where we weren't winning any games. Damn sure. We we went like 14 or 16 SEC games in a row without a win. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> We've been in the struggle bus, man. It's time for us to be able to at least get I – I just don't want to be at the bottom again, man. Like, I'm cool with – fuck, man. As, as, cool, as cool as it is for Arkansas to play in Memphis, I don't want them right. boys to go play in a big bowl. Like, yeah, right. it's cool for me because I'm live an hour away from the Liberty Bowl. 
but right. I don't I don't want to be able to drive to go watch them play. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I want I I'm just it this is gonna be a special season, hopefully, if if everybody can stay healthy and, and if the good Lord shines on us, shines on a pig's ass once in a while, the hogs will be having a hell of a year. Well, you heard it you heard it here, folks. The hogs to have a fantastic year called first on the 643 Conspiracy Podcast. Yes, sir. Let's go. Drew, my friend, I've had a great time tonight. Talk some baseball, talk some football, man. It's starting to become my favorite time of the year. Uh, We've got the NFL kicking up this weekend, and who knows? We might even sprinkle in some NFL talking to our show every once in a while. I just wanted to show some love to the college football programs, players, coaches, fans, because first and foremost, I'm a fan. Um, Absolutely. My dear listeners, if you don't want to hear us talk about college football, you can let us know. I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, we thank y'all so much for your continued support. Uh, the show's steadily growing every week, steadily gaining followers and gaining more listens than I ever thought we'd ever get to. Uh, you truly humble us with your love and your support. Check out our Instagram for the link tree with all of our links as far as uh, the GoFundMe for the Chestnut family still up. Uh, if you want to support us, like I mentioned earlier, the link for that stairs as well as the link for our socials and uh, pod catching destinations. Drew, my yeah, friend. Man. It's been a Check great us out time. on all the podcasting platforms. We're on the Amazons, Spotify, Apple Music. Run all Stitchers, those places. All of them, or as many of them as we could get to. Yeah, man, it's been good to have good, good to see you tonight, Hank. Good to, good talk to have with you, you back with me, my friend. I, yeah, I, man, I, I, I kind of didn't really know how to talk to myself for any amount of time last week. That's why it was a relatively short show. Uh, hopefully, I won't have to do that too often. <laughs> Well, but yeah, man. Hopefully, you not, enjoy brother. the rest of your evening. Send my best you wishes well, man. to the to the wife and the kids. And you know, I love you, brother. My dear listeners, this has been Hank and Drew from the Six Four Three Conspiracy Podcast, and we will catch y'all later. <laughs>